so gross. You're well, like, a mother. It doesn't work, make sense I'm biologically. Jersey. What do you expect? <laughs> You're a mother. You're it's the keg there, ass. Or you I'm just confused like as to what that. body part the keg is supposed to be. I don't know. I probably read it on like angelfire.com and was like, yeah. Angelfire.com slash lols slash pickup lines. I got all my I got all my pickup lines from uh, Newgrounds. What's Newgrounds? <laughs> you never you don't remember the website Newgrounds? No. Oh, it was like a stupid website that was had a bunch of like adult theme, not like that, but like more for not 12, 13 year olds, not safe for work. That was the original not safe for work website that I went to. I get all my pickup lines from playgrounds. So you hang out with little kids? No, because yours was called whatever grounds, coffee grounds or whatever. I don't know. New grounds. New grounds. Yeah, but you went straight to like, I pick up little kids with these lines. Well, no, yeah. I think she's more <laughs> suggesting that you have the same humor as like a pack of roaming seven-year-olds. Yeah. Like a bunch of I, feral I, children, like during the apocalypse, are about on the same like level as you. I've been in this, uh, I've been in this program for this, uh, you know, group for uh, what three years now I, program are we a program <laughs> uh i've been in part of the bit players for three are years. the bit players just like alcoholics anonymous <laughs> like people with like bad senses of humor when it's reverse you actually want to drink more being <laughs> oh i certainly do i would be sober if it wasn't for this group yeah right and with that welcome to the bits per second bit players podcast i'm jared i'm carl I'm Anne Marie. And I'm Elizabeth. We got two girls today, everybody. Woo! Two. I'm sorry, women. Women. Thank you. Way too old to be girls. Is there a difference in the spelling for woman and woman, women and woman? Like, what's. Yeah. yeah. E. e and A, but. Singular. Women is plural. Like I just men. spell it. I just spell it both the same way. It's the same as woman, or it's, it's the same as man and men. Gotcha. Yeah. Whoa in front of it. Whoa. Whoa. It's a man. man. Whoa, man. Whoa. Whoa. See, that's probably how it came up, too. And so I was like, oh, that's a man. What's that? Whoa. Whoa, man. <laughs> how do you spell that? W O O M A N. W H O A M A N. Whoa, man. M-A-N. Um, so we are here to talk about uh, today. Our main topic is going to be the um, project that uh, Elizabeth and Anne-Marie have been working on. Ooh, ooh. It's hey. called uh, Steph Quarantami, and uh, I'll let them tell a little bit about it. But I do want to preface it. If um, you were bullied by teenage girls like I was in middle school, this is a trigger warning for you that we're going to be talking about lots of teenage girl stuff. <laughs> but it's not like these are the girls that are bullying you. Uh, I feel like they are. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, Tammy definitely is. What? I had a bully. I think Tammy's not. Tammy's the bully, and Steph's the like the bully's friend who's from. Grounded. Yeah, who's who's like the loser friend with the horrible household. Wow. God. Yeah, I. They're in all movies. You know? <laughs> so you're just describing the Goonies. So you're talking about mouth. 
I'm, ta- so I'm like talking she's about like mouth. Yeah. Interesting. Tammy is. All right, um, let's start over. Let's, yeah, start. let's start. So Steph Corn and Tammy. <laughs> uh, Carl, this is not your show <laughs> today. This is their part. Um, Steph Corn and Tammy, uh, we came up with the idea because we have been playing these characters with each other for, I mean, we don't get to perform on stage very often because it's very seldom that both of us are available to be on stage together. Um, but in the times that we have been on stage, we always kind of come back to these teenage girls. Um, we started it at a, we were at like a special show, weren't we, Elizabeth? Yeah, I think it was the show we did in um, Portsmouth for that high school. Yeah, yeah. And we got a suggestion and I think we were playing tap the audience tap the yeah audience. and uh these two girls came up and the audience liked them and we i think we liked them even more than the audience so we just kind of made them reoccurring characters yeah and then we wanted to you know been trying to be more active on social media during this time and uh so we thought we would just see what steph and tammy are up to at home and what have they been up at home? Up to at home in well, all this chaos. So you see, you kind of see them go through, they have four topics per episode, which is what they're wearing, what they're eating, um, what they're watching, and then they do some homework help, which most of the homework help is found online somewhere, whether it be a website like the last one we did for Christmas, or we find the stupid things that people are putting on Facebook and can't seem to figure out and we try to figure it out for them. Kind of like blue dress, white dress kind of stuff. Yeah, or like the the math equations where they're like, oh we with the figurines. To, yeah, you have to look the math, closely. The math equation that you recorded like a half hour of footage. Poor <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> girl, girl edits all of our movies. And yeah, it's everyone's movies, and that's a lot of work. It's a lot it's of work. Though. It is a great job, but he has that's to. That's why I drink more. Yeah, if you think we're <laughs> annoying for the nine minutes you're watching it, you should see our 20 minute cut and then have to cut it all the way down. Imagine what this podcast is like, like editing it down, like being like, oh my God. Well, that's a word I shouldn't have said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only my grandma can say that word. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so we cover those four topics and it's kind of whatever, you know, we, we know that the four things are coming. So those things are planned, but we don't know what one another is going to present. Like, so our reactions are like 100% true. And then like all the banter kind of like in between, between each other is completely improvised. Cool. Elizabeth? Yeah, I mean, I just, I feel bad for Carl because, like, there are times where we're just laughing at ourselves (laughs) or totally get lost, and um, we'll even leave little messages for Carl in the rough cut (laughs) apologizing, Um, but it's it's a lot of fun, and I, I do like that we're keeping what we're bringing to each, um, show a secret because it just it makes it that much more fun and interesting I think um I'm like Amory said that she loved my reaction to the ham this past week which I just I didn't even realize that I did it but I was just so excited about ham I've also been on a plant-based diet for about 28 days so when I saw the ham I got so 
super stoked. She like, she had the deepest gasp I've like ever heard her make. When I just presented the Christmas ham, she was like, Hell. <laughs> <laughs> Learned on previous episodes that it's also a Thanksgiving ham. That's very true. Yeah. But not a Taylor ham. Not a Taylor ham. A different thing. That very is different a thing. Jersey delicacy, which I actually have in my freezer right now. I might bust what, that out. What is a Taylor ham? I don't. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Taylor ham is a. <laughs> Sorry, Jared. <laughs> It's the brand name for pork roll, which is a New Jersey breakfast meat. Delicacy. The delicacy. But like if you go to a diner or like a bagel shop or a deli or whatever in New Jersey and you say like, I want a Taylor ham egg and cheese sandwich on a hard roll. You're like, what's a hard roll? It's a roll that's like crunchier on the outside. It's almost like a pop sesh. You know, Jerry? What's that? What the hell is that? Oh, never mind. (laughs) I'm like, you're, you're Portuguese. Yeah, but you said it wrong. How do you say it? Pasesh. Pasesh. Pase- oh, sorry. Pasesh. Oh, okay. <laughs> so oh, it's yeah. like a, a roll. Yeah, it's like a hard roll. Like a, so like a crusty kind of thing. Is Taylor ham like a breakfast ham, like Canadian ham? It can't. I don't think it could even be lumped into that. I really, it's, I don't know, Jared. What do you think? It's more like spam. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I'd put it in a spam category because, like, a spam is its own kind of creature. It's a tangy meat. That's how it's described. A tangy meat. It's kind of like a bologna. Yeah. But, like, not as slimy. Yeah. But it's not as dry as a regular ham. I guess it's somewhere. What kind of ham are you eating that's dry? Well, not Christmas ham. (laughs) Um, Not that spiral, honey. No, I mean, like, it's not like. I know how to. It's one hundred percent like a luncheon meat. Like it's not like something that occurs naturally. Okay. It's something that it is produced. Builds a lot of nitrates. Like oh, there's nitrates like you wouldn't believe. Like, if you go back and listen to like one of the first episodes it's like of the episode podcast, two, I think. I had Jared and Jim taste Taylor ham for the first time ever, and they like forgot how to form words. <laughs> <laughs> Eating. It was really good. I mean, I only got half of it because the dog ate half of it. Yeah, Gracie ate some raw Taylor ham. But I've also, next, when we're all done with this quarantine, my ma- I'll make my mom send, either send me some or bring some up to me, and then I'll bring it to the bit players and make everybody Taylor ham, egg, and cheese. Because you can get it in, like, a six-pound log. Like this. Mm. But you can also find it at Stop and Shop now, can't you? Yeah. You can. There's, like, I little just... boxes. Yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah, I know Taylor Ham. I've so get that. it. Oh yeah. You've had it. That's well. I mean, I've had something that that looks like it's in that. What is it? What is it? Um, the the ham. I can't think of the. A tasting. No, the breakfast. Who's the breakfast guy? Jimmy Dean. It is Jimmy Dean. No, Not you gotta Jimmy get that Dean. pieces. But but it was like like that. I know it wasn't like Jimmy Dean the sausage, but it was like that, wrapped like that in the ham, but it was a ham. Oh, okay. Oh, you're talking about like the actual like those meat rolls. Yeah. Okay. If you click on my picture in band, it's me with a log of Taylor ham the size of my arm. Interesting. You can see it. No, you're supposed to buy it by the log. I don't know. We're really now is rabbit hole of Taylor Ham. <laughs> it's a fascinating thing. Anyway, so so 
so what's next for Steph Corn and Tammy? Are they going to have adventures? Like, are they going to continue when we, we are released from our homes? Are they going to become um, maybe like a, a sh- show on top of the regular bit player show? I mean, we're really hoping to go viral. So <laughs> our last video got over a thousand views. Our last which is big. Oh, it's our last two, which is big news. Um, but Anne-Marie ha- and I have talked about it, possibly, like, if we build enough content where we could do a show um, or keep, I mean, I don't see why we couldn't keep it going once quarantine's over. <laughs> yeah, I think with the videos will probably stick around. They might change format once quarantine is over. When you're allowed in the same house. We have to change our name. No. Oh, like our name of our show? Yeah. Well, maybe it'll be like a spinoff series. You know how like there was like Laguna Beach and then The Hills? Yeah, true. And then Very Cavallari. Like maybe we'll just do that. She's getting a divorce. She is getting a divorce. I know. I've seen it like 15 times. It seems like a conscious uncoupling. Except that she cited him for like Maternity something Marriage and is seeking full custody. Yeah. Full custody. There were rumors going around that she, he like had an affair with one of her best friends. Yeah. Audrina's such a slut. Oh, <laughs> I, don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I'm just is. kidding. I don't know who it was. <laughs> it's like, wow. But yeah, so I think. Gauntlet thrown, like, Elizabeth. <laughs> I think we'd like to see Steph, Corn, and Tammy, like, grow. And then if we can form a show, um, whether it be, like, once a month, that we do something live and people can come. And we don't know exactly what that would look like yet, but. Or maybe uh, during our summer series where. Exactly. We fill out stuff during the week. Very cool. Well, I'm glad it's working out. And I'm glad that we're all throwing stuff up there trying to stay interesting. Yeah, and I mean, it's been fun kind of discovering more about the characters because, like, we didn't know a lot about either one of them. Like, Tammy's actually named, uh, her name is short for tambourine. She comes from a very long line of musicians. And her cousin, who was mentioned in episode two, her name was Giddy, which is short for guitar. Interesting. (laughs) See, the more you explore the characters, like, you really find them. Yeah, are you gonna be doing you doing a uh, a family history video, or do you just want to keep it all unspoken? And then when people ask, well, "What's her full name?" We're like tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, and I mean, I know Elizabeth has ex- has explored and found lots of stuff about Stephanie that she didn't know. Do you yeah. guys have tissues ready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and my mom is watching the sh- the shows. And she says she's like dying that she, you know, every time I say my mom, she's like, I'm so afraid what's going to come out of your mouth. Um, <laughs> but the, the truth not is, my real mom, mom. Yeah, it's not at all like my real life. And I think that's what's fun. And I, I enjoy that, like Anne-Marie and I haven't really sat down to map out the characters. It just they grow with each episode. A little, and we find out more about them, like that—the fact that her mom definitely looks like the type to like Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> also, a part that was that we learned is that Elizabeth loves those little uh, the Christmas tree cake she talks about in our Christmas episode, 
But since her mom never buys them, my mom actually sends two at lunch. Wait, who's Elizabeth? Stephanie. Yes. Sorry. So sorry. Stephanie's mom does not buy the the Christmas cakes, but my mom does, and she sends two, so I can give one to Stephanie, so she's not, um, you know, sad with that one. I didn't put that in the final cut, did I? No. Yeah. Okay. okay. We know it. That's true. Now everyone does. Who is listening? I do. I do wonder if maybe Steph and Tammy's moms should get together to discuss like what the girl, you know, is this healthy? Because like, I can't imagine what Steph's mom looks like, but. I think I know what she looks like. <laughs> imagine, you dated her? <laughs> imagine if Jared and, uh, and Carl played our moms. <laughs> That's what I was getting at. Yeah. I won't even I think- shave. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> well, I mean, LuLaRoe is one size fits all, so you can fit in them. <laughs> First of all, ouch. No, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> no, she's saying if either Ste- you're Stephanie or uh, Liz own, own LuLaRoe's, you guys can wear them for the videos. Yeah. Just don't like bend a, over. I don't know. That's like a conversation like, that I do not want to have. Like, because what if I like them? You will. And Why do you think just, we wear them? Like you're wearing nothing. And then or... I'm just wearing them all the time. And Stephanie will be like, where's my LuLaRoe? And... Do you not want know what LuLaRoe is? I don't. Uh, I do not know what that is. Oh, Carl, you have, you're in for a treat. Stephanie, yeah. do you have your mom's uh, elevator speech? <laughs> yes. Um, so LuLaRoe is basically a pyramid scheme, um, just like any Tupperware, bags, makeup products. Um, first of all, it's a multi-level marketing MTM. opportunity. MLM. Um, oh, M- MLMO. Anyway, um, and they specialize in comfortable clothing where it's mostly leggings, but then there's a lot of like tops that are flowy. So Mm -hmm. again, one size fits all, but they're crazy patterns, like just ridiculous patterns but they they were really really soft um i think they've actually gone out of business now <laughs> so i mean I that's liz if she has some but they've oh, gone I'm out sure. of business i think or they went bankrupt or something yeah. or am i like, thinking of lululemon no yeah maybe you're well, thinking of that's something different nice. yeah how do, you, how do you spell it l-u-l-a-r-o-e yeah. Found it. And um and women will like they'll host these virtual parties or these unpacking parties and and um they will have a big sticker on the back of their car like we were trying to think of what Stephanie's mom name Stephanie's mom's name was and what her sticker on the decal of her car would be um because that's how they promote it. It's basically like Mary Kay but clothes. Yeah. Like the Tupperware ladies. Yeah. Not Tupperware. What is it? Pampered Chef. Mm-hmm. Right? I just realized like yeah. how much of this shit I own. <laughs> like I've all of our stuff here. is like Pampered Chef because Stephanie got it like one, one time, time when she was single and I didn't own measuring cups. Well, because it's like <laughs> we all have a friend who's in it 
and you feel bad and then they, they, you know, friend you on Facebook and then they add you to like four different groups and three watch parties. And it's like, if I buy something, you'll leave me alone. That doesn't really work. I totally got duped. Like when I first graduated college and moved out on my own and John and I joined this gym, we were living up in Plainville at the time. And, uh, and I saw like a giveaway and it was like, win a spa day. And I was like, ooh, a spa day. And I like put my name down. And they're like, all you have to do is host this party at your house. And I was like, sure. And I did it. And then nobody bought enough stuff for me to even get anything for free. And I was like, I just, what, what was so it? Like, is it like those timeshares? Like when you go like, you have to attend a three hour meeting and then you get free timeshare? See? Yeah. I always do those because I do not value my time. Okay. <laughs> and I'm super good at just like saying no. Yeah. Mm. Like, oh, do you want this? No. No, thank you. Well, no, thank you. I mean, there $200, is. $200, please. I am not good at that. I, yeah. I, Most people I did, aren't. I did, like, it's hard. Yeah. I had a Jehovah's Witness at my door when I was little for like a half hour. And my brother was just sitting in his room. And like, I looked at my brother's room and he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. And then he's like, is someone else in there? I was like, no. And then I like walked out and shut the door. I was like, please continue with all of this information. And to this day, you can't celebrate holidays. Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I had a similar like Mary Kay experience and where they come over and they do the whole, like you get all your friends and your wine and your cheese plates and something in the crock pot. Um, and we're going to have like this spa day, but there is nothing relaxing about all these women with their foot in some kind of plastic bath on my hardwoods. Like that is not spa quality. (laughs) (laughs) Is this what you guys expected when you had two girls come on? This is actually exactly what I expected, but this is no, but I, but I think everybody's had an experience with like an MLM because it just hits everybody in some either you've been to an MLM party, you right. bought something from an MLM, um, you've uh, been the victim of an MLM, like apparently Anne-Marie. It's, well, it's also funny because the week or like right before John was about to propose to me, he was like all hyped up, right? So he uh and he blew the money on like. <laughs> i attended a pamper chef party and at one of my friend's houses and they like approached me to try to sell it because they're like you do improv you're funny you seem so nice and easy going and they're like you definitely should sell it you'd make all this money and i'm terrible at saying no to people i don't know if you guys have learned that about me yet but they like tried to get me to sell it so i went home and i said to john i was like I think I might start selling Pampered Chef. And he like, totally, like John's a very calm person. He was like, I don't even know you. Who are you? You can't sell Pampered Chef. What are you thinking? And he like went off and I'm like, what the hell? And then like he proposed a week later and I was like, oh, he was very nervous that he was going to marry the Pampered Chef girl. (laughs) This is the best we can do! Oh, I got this. Is that any good? I was thinking about buying it the other day. Very what good. What is that? It's a light blue moon. Wow. It's only 95 calories. When uh, I used to bartend, there was a girl, I could always tell if people were underage because they would never say the beer's right. 
and seeing the light blue. Someone was like, can I get the, the light blue beer? We're like, the what? We're like, the blue, the blue light? The light, the light blue? I'm like, eh, you mean Bud Light? And she's like, yes. I was like, can I see your ID? <laughs> Long way from Ohio. Okay. The, the first time I went to a bar illegally, I, illegally uh, or legally? Illegally. Guys, I never used a fake ID. I didn't either. I just looked like I was 40. Yeah, same. Um, I've just looked like this my entire life. So I went to the bar and I didn't know what to order because I'd never been at a bar before. And I was with, I went to like college students at Fordham. And I was just like, um, can I get scotch on the rocks? Because that's what they ordered in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? And it came out, and it was like, why is this 15-year-old drinking scotch? And I was like, fuck yeah. Real badass. Guys, I'm wearing a Bit Players t-shirt. I know. Hey. Um, wow, you don't even wear those to shows. Yeah, because I don't have to, because I'm not really part of the group. Oh, that's real. Uh, my mom heard the last podcast, and she was like, if you really want me to make, um, make the... Uh, Masks out of old bit player shirts. She's like, let me know. So fake IDs. Yes. Who had them? Me. That's what we were talking about. So I had one from a girl um, in my hometown. And I tried to go out in Charlotte. And this was not the first time I was using it. But I went up to the doorman. And I gave him my ID. And he's like, I can't let you in. I know her. And I was like... <laughs> And I snatched my ID out of his hand. I said, I know her too. And I walked to the next <laughs> That is really impressive. <laughs> I would have just had a meltdown. But the best part, like her ID, she's 5'7". And like, I'm nowhere near 5'7", even on a good day. So You're I no, nowhere like, near the towering mass that I am. <laughs> I have I'm to the wear the tallest heels <laughs> always. I stole my brother's ID, but... It's the same. it didn't work because when the guy was like, "Do you have anything else?" Because uh, it was I didn't know it was expired because I stole it for from him before he went and redid his license. And the guy was like, "Do you have anything else with your name on it?" And I was like, "Yeah," and handed him my debit card and then went, "Ah, wait, nah," and then just left. <laughs> and he st- they still have the ID at Blue's oh Cafe. <laughs> so I had two fake IDs. One was my father's, just regular ID. Um, How old did it make you? 31 years older than I am. (laughs) (laughs) So did any of you give or get a request to give your ID to someone else? I never had a fake ID and I never gave anybody my ID. And I only tried once at a bar to try to be served when I was younger than 21. Well, aren't you perfect? <laughs> I I got served on a regular basis at Billy Goods when I was 19. My plan was to... Oh, congratulations. You got sold un- served underage at Billy Goods. So <laughs> yeah. every kid... Everyone in- else did. Yeah, it was the easiest place to do it. And I remember I was like, all right, I'm, my plan is I'm going to go there. I'm going to become a regular. And then I'm going to throw my 21st birthday there because that would be funny. <laughs> I mean, I but had a hard... I went... Oh, okay. Here she is. Miss Studied Abroad. Well, I studied abroad, so it was like legal. I studied a few broads in college, too. (laughs) Oh! 
Gross. No, I studied abroad for my junior year. So I was like, and I was like just drinking normally at a bar in Australia because I was of age. And then I came home and I was like, oh. And you came back with John. I did come back with John. Well, did you this really? Is, this is what happens when you drink, ladies. <laughs> you get married. That's, that's actually, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's accurate. Yeah, that's how she met John. Well, we had known each other because we went to the same college. We had like partied together before, but I didn't really know him until we studied in Australia. And then she didn't know him biblically. <laughs> biblically? Biblically? Biblically. <laughs> I like to get to know you. Biblically. <laughs> Are you into biblically? <laughs> when you wear a bib. <laughs> yeah, it, che- it checks out. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Wait, so, so then you came back from Australia at your... <laughs> we came back from Australia. At, at the we... whitest, no, the second whitest possible study abroad. Number one <laughs> is Ireland. Number two is Australia. Right. Because you don't have to learn any languages. Correct. Um, but we came back from Australia and we actually both, like, he got back together with his girlfriend from college and I got back together or excuse me girlfriend from high school and I got back together with my boyfriend from high school Travis Ryman that's correct because I'm sure he's listening right now Jesus Christ. Uh, um, he remembers <laughs> but he remembered me then we went back to when we went back to school senior year we both were kind of like what are we doing and so we broke up with them and got together and here we are We've been that is so well organized. I, I didn't know. mean for it. I mean, we, and then we lived, I mean, we got married the year I joined the Bit Players. So it'll be seven years this year. But we've been together since 2008. Wow. Yeah. It's been it's, a long time. It's a long time. And he still likes me, even in quarantine. But I hate him. What? <laughs> no, you. I just, oh, me. I was like, you hate John Holly. <laughs> no, I love John Holly. He wants to come back and play kickball. He can move he into my He broke a rib. <laughs> <laughs> or bruised a rib. Yeah. I love John, John Holly. John getting spelt, man. Is it? Peloton is much kinder to him than it is to me. <laughs> Men. You guys can look at exercise equipment and lose weight. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> my dad found my ID when I was like 25. My fake ID, my real fake ID, that was not my dad. <laughs> What's this? I'm like, I'm 25. I have, I've had that for a decade. <laughs> I put congratulations. My I, I put my fake ID in my scrapbook. I wonder if I, I wonder if it's still in my parents' house. Because my mom has this drawer in that, like, she, where she would keep all of our contraband. So it's like, oh, my mom found cigarettes. You take them and like stuff them in the drawer so you can get them. Lighters, lighters would go in the drawer. So if you ever needed a lighter, my mom, you'd go in my mom's contraband drawer <laughs> of all the shit that she stole from us. Or that's that too. She rightfully uh, took from us. I was but, too. God. No, go ahead. I was I was too paranoid to really use to get like a fake ID or anything because Newport is such a small town. 
you know, like I did the Billy Goods thing once in a while and then took my brothers once and I was like, yeah, no, it's just too small. My mom scared the shit out of us growing up. So, um, and well, also drinking, everyone knows your parents that that was the other thing. Yeah. I mean, Oh, I couldn't walk those. Straight. Hey, it's Peggy's son. Now it's the other way around. Like, Oh, it's Carl's mom. It's nice. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> it's funny how that switches. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just used to go up to like URI and Rick. Those are the only places that I had friends that were there and we'd, you know, drink what we could and be like, dude, I found a bottle of gin in my mother's cabinet. I'm like, I've never had gin before. This sounds fun. Like we didn't go to big parties. I wasn't that cool, but that was the only places like we could ever drink. What was, was the first like drinking experience you guys ever had? What was your first time getting drunk? Um, New Year's getting Eve. drunk? Yeah. Yeah, like drinking or getting oh. drunk. Cause like there's a difference between like, yeah. oh, I'm feeling it. No, getting drunk. And, then and I, I, I also don't remember necessarily my first getting drunk, but I remember like the first whoa blackout. Yeah. That's the only one that comes to mind. So I was a freshman in college. I had just turned 19 and it was the night before Thanksgiving and my sister had come into town cause she didn't, she lived in Raleigh at the time. So she had come in town for Thanksgiving and we're going to go out. Like she, I can get into the bars now cause I'm 18. Um, and we're going to go out with some of her friends. So we go out with her friends and we end up meeting this guy. His name was Stefano. And he took us to the VIP. And I started calling him Steph Yes. <laughs> and he introduced <laughs> improv, me. Improv, <laughs> baby. He introduced me to a little friend, uh, an old friend, we're no longer friends, Jägermeister. And um, I had my very first Jäger bombs. And I was toe up from the flow up like don't even remember going home and then my mom the the next so before we left I was reorganizing my room right when you come back from college and you're like I'm gonna like get rid of so much stuff so my room was a mess so I couldn't sleep in my bed and I ended up sleeping in my mom's bed with her and she said that I got up in the middle of the night and tried to like pee twice in my bedroom and like I do not remember any of this like she had to change me into my pajamas it was a whole ordeal and the next morning, she's pissed at my sister because, like, how did you let her, your younger sister, get like this? And it ruined Thanksgiving because all I wanted to do was throw up all day with all the different smells of foods. And I swore on that day I will never drink the night before Thanksgiving. So you could enjoy your ham. Yeah. And macaroni. <laughs> and stuff and muffins. Come on, man. <laughs> in college if I was allergic to alcohol <laughs> that I was throwing up. My brother-in-law says that I sound like a, a pig being taken to slaughter the next morning. I'm like, <laughs> I'm really glad that you added the audio to that because You're I couldn't welcome. have imagined it in my head. <laughs> um, I've never had a four loco, but I've had sparks. And those used to be my jam. I've never had a... That is the least surprising thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> is that you liked the Budweiser energy drink. That is the most North Carolina thing. Since 
Thanksgiving ham. Well, see, I I had older boyfriends, and I'd have to like pound the oh, drink. Oh, <laughs> you've had older boyfriends. Tell me about it. <laughs> I I always had these older boyfriends who wanted to go to the bars, and in the event that my ID didn't work, I was like, "Let's get it down," you know, before I get in. Question: How much older are these boyfriends when you're like twenty? Well, I mean, like twenty. Three twenty-four. Oh, okay. They so. were just like they were just legal. Okay. I don't know. They were also idiots. So. So my first time was dating a much older man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was sixteen, and I had just gotten back. Like I went on this trip for school to Ger- We went to Germany, and so we were allowed to have. Oh, oh. I yeah. know. This is- <laughs> Real bad. Hey, another <laughs> white country. Uh, no, you have to learn a different language to go there. They're also very yeah. white. You have to learn okay. it to go there. <laughs> um, you will speak a language before you come to our waters. <laughs> so I had just gone back from there, and I had drank a couple of the beers from there, and I like didn't get drunk. I just like probably like pigeon sipped them for a little while. And uh, is, isn't that a real term, pigeon sip? No. Never heard that. Elizabeth is the one that would defend you, and she's crazy. Yeah. I've heard babysit in a beer. Yeah, babysit nursing. Yeah. But pigeons, that might be racist, Emery. <laughs> if it's not, that should be the title of the podcast. <laughs> Pigeon footing? Pigeon sipping. Pigeon sipping. Pigeon sipping. Pigeon sip. I thought that was- You pigeon sipping some bitch. It's, it yeah, sounds like it's like an insult. It's like an old Western, like, it's like something Joe Biden would say. Yeah. It's like, you pigeon sipping dog face pony soldier. I guess I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even an urban dictionary. <laughs> it's not it might even be a like, white people dictionary. It's on rural. It's rural dictionary. A rural dictionary. But then Elizabeth would know it. No, yeah, I don't know that. Because she's yeah. our our resident bumpkin. Yeah, I've never heard of pigeon sipping. I've heard of cow sipping, <laughs> but never pigeon sipping. Do the cows die cow. every time? No! I thought, like, you, they, you tip them over, it crushed their ribs, and they die. Because I was watching Cars yesterday, because that's something a 36-year-old man without children does on his own and sometimes. Yeah. Because we have Disney Plus, so we've just been watching all the children's movies I haven't seen. And they go cow tipping, but the cows are the tractors. Yeah. And I was like, oh, but don't the cows die? Is that just something my mom told me so I wouldn't go take cow tipping? Because I lived lived behind a dairy farm. So they're like ample cows. I can't can't speak... the for cows, cows for any cows, <laughs> because I've, I've I've never actually been cow tipping, but no one has ever reported that anyone died. And I've seen Tommy Boy, and they didn't die there. So the cows I'm gonna didn't go, die. I'm going to go with false. But the cows didn't die. Do the people? Right. Okay. So I'm confirming. All right. So I made up pigeon sip. <laughs> well, then that's the name of the episode, Emery. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> pigeon sipping. I was pigeon sipping a beer. Anyway, I was pigeon sipping beer. How would a pigeon <laughs> sip a beer? Because like he can't 
<laughs> He'd probably just bathe in it. You <laughs> just go real slow. So is pigeon sipping just like flapping around inside the beer? Yeah. I mean, yeah. then 100% was probably flapping around. Yeah. And then like... <laughs> what she meant to say was she was in a small children's pool full of beer flapping around. <laughs> <laughs> it was at the Hofbra house, so proud that their cups pretty much are. It's lovely. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, so I... So I drank beer when I was in Germany, but I like felt no effects. So I came home and I was like, I'm immune to alcohol. And my <laughs> older brother was like, oh yeah. So we were at his, like one of his friend's houses and all my friends were there. And it was like, a, it was like a very low key party. And so my brother's like, all right, Annie, if you think you're, you're immune to alcohol here, take a shot of this. And it was Bacardi 151. So I took like maybe two shots of that. And then I was like, I still don't feel anything. So then I drank like Mike's Hard Lemonade. And then I was like a little bit of SoCo and Lime. And I was like. So you got oh. diabetes that night. <laughs> yeah. I just drank a bunch of stuff. And I was like, maybe I feel this a little bit, but not a lot. And so they're like, okay, let's go see a movie. Because Anchorman had just come out. So that's how old I am. And so we went to the movie theater to see Anchorman and I passed out in the movie theater and then I started to get sick in the movie theater and like made a nice little trail to the back where the where the garbage can is and sat there for a while and then I ended up going home and my brother like snuck me in the house because he knew my mom was going to kill him if she found out <laughs> that he got me drunk and it but. Isn't that the best about being the younger sibling? <laughs> it's like, I'm literally blackout, but you're still mad at somebody else. Always my fault. But I was still on someone Why did you do this to Justin? <laughs> I was still on swim team. So we were supposed to have practice the next day. And I couldn't like wake up and be like, oh, I can't go to practice, mom. I'm super hungover. But by some grace of God, there was a thunderstorm so practice was canceled and as soon as my mom found out that I was hungover she's like I don't even care about the lightning I would have made you go into that pool and do flip turns until you puked <laughs> yeah did you tell her mom that's not very responsible like you <laughs> what'd you say mom that's not very responsible what about everyone else in the pool do you think we should talk about something other than yeah i was gonna move on to the next topic so carl the next topic is yours um so we just talked about firsts i actually wanted to know people's like <laughs> first concert i don't know like that was my thought i wrote it down um i had two firsts like first concert and your what your first car was Ooh. yeah um you go first carl oh geez uh my first car uh, was a was a 1996, I think, red station wagon. Someone's microwave going off. Yeah, his oven. Liz the oven. is in the kitchen cooking, of course. <laughs> Poor Liz. Um, <laughs> but I had a nice, I had a sweet station wagon that I think I only had it for like a year, and then it finally crapped the bed. Um, but it was one of those older ones that you could had the seat in the trunk. Oh, yeah. I, I had friends that just sat back there. I think they just wanted to sit away from me, but it's not much has changed. Um, and then uh, 
my first concert was at the Ryan Center. It was Zox. Oh, I love what Zox. What is that? Yeah, what Zox is-, is a band. They're great. Yeah, my friend I, just married the guitar player from Zox. What kind really? of music? Ah, yeah. uh, uh, it's like ska punk. Yeah. What's going on? The stuff um, that I like. Yeah, but I remember, uh, like, I've never really listened to them. I never heard uh, about who they were, and I was, uh, but I was excited. So I was going to my first concert, and um, so um, we got to the Ryan Center, and we pull in, and I still have no idea what kind of music, what I'm going in for. Um, and then they started playing the music and I was like, Oh my God, this is so good. And it was loud. It was a lot of fun. We were like way up in the top with the Ryan center is small anyway. So I don't have to worry about bad seats. Um, but I just remember having a really, really fun time. Elizabeth, what was your first concert? I bet it was Pitbull. (laughs) I wish. Um, so unfortunately my very first concert is something that my mom dragged me to and my sister's going to get a kick out of this because it was Barry Manilow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't even remember it, but anytime you talk about music or concerts and my sister's around, she's going to bring it up that that was my first concert. Um, and then my first car was a nine. Jared's not going to be surprised. It was a 98 white Honda Civic two-door with a spoiler and a sunroof and a six-disc changer in the back. Um, nice. And I had it for almost 10 years until it was stolen from me in the university area of Charlotte and turned into a weed hot box for the night where they used all my gas. So it was, it was like, a, like a they stole it for a joyride. Yeah. And then dumped I had a, it. I had a fresh tank of gas. Anne-Marie, um, your first I concert, heard... and you can say something that doesn't, like, it doesn't have to be something your parents dragged you to. I just wanted to hear the Emmanuel story. <laughs> um, my first concert was Sync. Mm. Yeah. The No Strings Attached tour. Well, so the good one. Yeah, at Continental Airlines Arena. Is that the one in Newark? Yeah, it's like the, where the Devils played hockey. Yeah. That was where, where many uh, um, like WrestleMania, not WrestleManias, but like wrestling events took place because I had to go to those too with my brothers. You're a lucky um, girl. And I actually still... I the same concert is on VHS. It's in Think Live at Madison Square Garden. So I still sometimes pull it out and, and relive the glory days. I remember crying during I Drive Myself Crazy at that concert. I cried during <laughs> this, I promise you, when they came out and <laughs> the stage moved. And that was like one of the first times I feel like that they really had like that ability to move the stage and it like it lifted up and then turned and then moved out into the audience and just girls were like weeping openly weeping so glad we have two woe men on this podcast right now <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then my first car it was supposed to be a honda accord but um my mom was coming to pick me up when i still had my permit and somebody like 
T-boned her pretty much. And she had bought the car from her boss. So she had gotten it for like a pretty low price, but the insurance gave us like double the amount that my parents paid for it. So they were like, all right, well you can get a nicer car now that we have a little more money to spend. So I ended up with a 1998 Acura. It was also two door. It was an Acura 3.0 CL. Two doors. Acura or a fancy Honda. A Bose, yeah. Bose stereo. <laughs> sunroof. Of course, Anne-Marie had an Acura, studied abroad, and, like, went to Germany before she could drink. Okay, but for the record, my brother's first car, my middle brother, it was a 1988 Thunderbird that he for a dollar from my sixth grade teacher. And, like, the heat didn't work or anything, so on the way to school, like him and his like friend that we drove to school would have a comforter like across the front <laughs> and i had like a little piece of a comforter in the back so i think i feel like i feel like you had to pay your... more than a dollar no no mm, like here's a dollar and also i think it was just for like proof of sale <laughs> is your brother adam sandler and no, Billy Madison. Was so pissed. He didn't even get in my car for like over two years because he was like, this is bullshit. Why does she get this car and I'm driving this shit bag out back? Because you're the baby my, and your favorite. My mom had a Firebird. Thunderbird. That yeah, oh, that, Stevens was a Thunderbird. But a Firebird's oh. a much nicer car, isn't it? I thought it was the same thing. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know much about cars. <laughs> or birds. Or birds. <laughs> I'm thinking of the T-Bird. You're thinking of the T-Bird. Okay. <laughs> What's a fire? What, yeah, what about you, Oh. Yeah, it was Jared. <laughs> what about you, Jared? Well, my first concert? Oh, boy. Effects. Uh, it actually is correct. Is it really? What? I saw no effects in a gym Holy in shit. Clinton, Massachusetts, like outside of Worcester. It was like a with the bouncing souls and my dad drove us there. So it's like two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. My dad drove me and like two of my degenerate friends out there and had to like sit in the bleachers and watch it. It was fantastic. It was just like unreal. And that's when I decided I wanted to be a punk rocker forever. And that's why I'm now a middle-aged punk rocker. (laughs) No effects is a good inspiration for punk rocking. Yeah. Um, And what about your first car? Uh, She was a 1993 Honda Accord, stick shift, of course, because I've never owned an automatic transmission to this day. Um, And her name was Clara, and she was named after Clara Clayton, played by Mary Steenburgen in Back to the Future Part 3. And I totaled her in front of Chris Gray's house on December 21st, 2004. Does Chris have a road? I'm not going to say where Chris Gray lives because he still lives in the house. No, no, say it. (laughs) (laughs) He bought his mom's house. He still lives in the house. Um, No, um, someone ran a red light and it was my little car versus an F-150. Holy shit. And my little car lost. And... Also, like Elizabeth, I had a full tank of gas. I had just put gas in my car. Granted, it was, you know, it was like a buck a gallon, but. We're getting there. 
Yeah. So I love that car. You know, in like in my head, I still would have that car if it hadn't been for that fateful day. I got a nice car when I was 16, but I also had it until I was like 25. I, it lasted a long time. Yeah. I I have the same. I mean, I've never had a brand new car. The car that I have is um, I've, I've been 97 Honda Civic. I've never owned anything new. Well, you I'm still have with. that car. Yeah, I've had it for going on about uh, six years now, I think. And but it's like the most distinctive car in Newport too. Oh, yeah. It's like you and um, Chris Correa's girlfriend, who also has like a '95 Camry. When I when I bought it, it was actually one of my friend's uh, grandmother's car before her, and then um, she moved to Colorado and she was trying to sell it. And then I was like, "Yeah, I'll buy it." And um, I paid like five hundred bucks for it, and then. I ran into her grandmother after I bought it and she with was the car? like, with the car. She was like, that's my old car. And I was just like, what? And she's like, that's my old car. I was like, Oh, and then like, she made me take a picture with her in the car. And she's like, let me sit in it. And he just take a picture of me sitting in it. She didn't even ask. She's still like, I was borrowing the car that it was, I was like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. It's very filthy in here. I'm like, yep, okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> Your car is filthy. It just has a bunch of stuff in it. Yeah. I don't I hate cleaning. I don't know. It's yeah, I just throw things back. Wait, filth actually you- might be the only thing holding that car together right now. hmm Yeah. It might be I it. have yeah, I have a I have I have I have a machete in the back seat right now. I'm lucky that hasn't gotten stolen. Well, I know in what shirt. I'm stealing next time I walk by your house. <laughs> so this is the point in the show where we quit our bits and we talk about something that we can't stop thinking about. And I want to point out we've gone this entire episode without talking about the fact that we're in quarantine. Hey. So very impressive. I mean, except for talking about the Steph Corin Tammy thing. Oh, yeah. Sure. Does that mean it's off the record for our quits our bits in or? No, no. I just wanted to point it out. Okay. I was just very impressed. No one's talked about not being able to go to bars and restaurants and get their hair did and whatnot. Because we just talked about getting drunk as youth and doing it illegally. (laughs) Yeah, those were the days. (laughs) And you look like you've thoroughly enjoyed this time, Jared. You don't look miserable at all. (laughs) I'm actually not miserable. I'm okay. Okay, good. He's like, I always want two girls on the podcast. No, I do. I it's I may make it a requirement from now on. We were we had two girls on just a few weeks ago. Me and Elizabeth were on together. Yeah, but they were you were still outnumbered. Yeah, we were. Because Jim was here. His equality is just really bullshit. Uh, so what are you bitsing about Anne Marie now that you're giving me shit? <laughs> I am bitsing about the phrase just saying. She hates that phrase. I've I hated hate that it. phrase for the longest because time. Because I feel like it's just an excuse to say something mean to somebody. But then you just say, just saying, and then they expect you to, like, wash it away. It's like an LOL. Right. Like, it's just like, if somebody says something, like, somewhat passive-aggressive, and then they're like, oh, just saying. And you're like, oh, but... Some people you- just can't show up to work on time. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who are you well, talking about? Anne. Anne Mar- Fuck you. Anne Marie. I would, 
I'm going to challenge you to give each of us an example directed at each of us oh, with please. the follow-up. Just say it. I'm ready. <laughs> I've been waiting for this my entire life. I want one. Give me one. Give <laughs> Make me, me cry. <laughs> oh, God. This, I don't want to be mean to any. <laughs> no. Bring the ruckus. Um. <laughs> hmm. No. Or maybe, maybe say it, but don't say who it's about. Mm. Oh, this one's going to be obvious. I think... I think... <laughs> I don't like any of your faces right now. This is very mean to make me do this. Hey, just saying. Uh, um, uh, maybe, that, maybe you've only had... Um, <laughs> Maybe you've only had a stick shift ever to make you feel more manly. Just saying. I'm just saying. Actually, exactly why I drive a stick shift. <laughs> they want to feel like I'm masturbating all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even that good, right, guys? No, I, I'd expect more from an improv comedian, but wow. just saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Well, See, because I never use the phrase because I think it's such a cop-out. I'd rather okay. just be mean to somebody straight up. Apparently you don't <laughs> want to be mean to anyone straight up either. No, so. I, don't really like, I don't really like being mean. I don't really get a high out of bringing other people down. Uh, that, that makes one of us. Um, <laughs> Carl, what are you bitching about? What's, what's, what's in your head? Um... Does that have to be a complaint? It can just be a no. Thing. Yeah, I mean, I I think I don't know. I, I just I had a really good weekend this weekend, and um, I don't really have anything to complain about. I think they did this last time. It was just I've been having a, I've been trying to make the best of everything that's been going on, um, and still being able to see people, uh, whether it's like this uh, or from a distance or you know, at a park getting drunk. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's it's just nice that right now that we're still able to do that. Like we're still able to um, talk to people on the phone, uh, Zoom, uh, FaceTime with people, friends and family. Um, I'm, you know, I'm getting more productive creativity, creative wise and I just think that even though it's kind of a sucky time right now, it's, I think, trying to make the best out of everything. I'm feeling pretty good about everything. Cool. That's something that my dad has kind of said to me when I've, because I've talked to him, I've talked to my whole family a lot more in this whole situation. And yeah. he's kind of like, we're physically distancing, but probably more socially connected mm -hmm. than we've ever been. Because you're thinking yeah. about it. Right. Yeah. And and I'm trying to find like new things to do. Like I was so focused at the beginning um, how I wanted to get like a crap ton of writing done, just like anything that I could to be creative. And I was frustrated because I wasn't getting any of that done. But now I'm just like, but now I'm doing things that I haven't done. I just got my guitar from my mom's house. And I was like, I think I'm going to try that like a couple days a week and just try and play a little things here and there. Um, you know, I've been writing 
poetry or song lyrics, whatever you want to do, uh, or how, whatever you want to call it, where I'm just like, I'm reaching, I'm hitting like a different creativity part of the brain uh, that I wouldn't. Um, so that's my, that's my Bitson right there. Cool. I'm Bitson up Post Malone. <laughs> What's wrong? No, he did a, um, a full set of Nirvana covers from his own mansion. Yeah. And they're fucking incredible. Yeah. Him and Travis like, Barker. Yeah. Ooh. It was unreal. Everything was pitch perfect. They opened with, with uh, Francis Farmer. It's just like they played like the back catalog of Nirvana. It wasn't just like the hits and stuff. Like it took them like six songs before they got to like come as you are. It was like unreal. And like, I'm like, I get Post Malone now. Yeah. Great. And I, I think him. I think Post yeah. Malone is an Funny. underrated. Yeah, he's just like un- banging beers, like hanging out, playing guitars, which is yeah. what Chris Gray and I did on Saturday night too. Yeah. Post Malone is. I say he's underrated, but people will disagree with me because they're like, "Well, he's super popular." He, no, he has popular music, but he's but underrated for what he's doing. Exactly, and like he's just there's like one or two songs on albums that I listen to and go, "That's the best song on the album." But it wasn't, it wasn't played on the radio. That Nirvana thing, and I'm sorry, this is a touchy thing, a touchy sub, like not a touchy subject, but a uh, touchy opinion. I never liked Nirvana, was never a huge fan. I got it. I was like, all right, yeah. Um, but I was never like, yeah, Nirvana. But then I watched the Post Malone thing, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, he's doing it right. He's not just doing covers. Uh, he's not – he was doing it right. Yeah. And – I appreciated the art to that. And it actually made me listen to some Nirvana uh, yesterday when I was doing some work. And I was like, oh, now I get it. Yeah. They played my favorite Nirvana song, which is Breed. And I didn't expect that. And I was like, Post Malone is going to play like Smells Like Teen Spirit and like, you know, Come As You Are or whatever. And oh, yeah, whatever. And it was really awesome. Made a great time listening to it. And it's been one of those little bright spots. We're like, oh, man, that's really cool. Elizabeth, what are you bitsing about? I would like to complain. Um, (laughs) And maybe Anne-Marie will figure out her just saying here in a minute. But um, (laughs) so I saw this meme the other day uh, and it was like, where are all those happy couples now? I don't see any, like during quarantine, I don't see anyone posting about love of my life or the person I couldn't live without. And I want to be like, uh, I also don't see anyone being like, I can't wait to have three more kids. That's the truth. So like, it makes me angry that they're like coming after couples, like Insta happy couples whenever everybody is going through this and like we all hate everybody who's in our house at some point or another and we all love everybody that's in our house i always like the dog (laughs) yeah i always like the dog well i mean i like my cat too except when she like hairballs on the floor but it's like it just made it just made me so angry because some single sour out there wants to take down happy couples but it's like damn just saying <laughs> just saying but i also don't see anyone like we can't wait to have another baby but are people like regularly posting i can't wait to have another baby i think people are well, regularly posting like oh my gosh 
my son made this finger painting for me. He's so smart and above his average age. I love him so much. Don't know what we would do without him till the day he came into our life is totally changed. I live for you. I breathe for you. I would shit for you all the time. Oh my God. Don't watch the bit players Instagram <laughs> story today. Yeah, that's Avery. A lot. All right. There are a few children that don't apply to these rules. My niece and nephew and Avery. And there's a few more, but the list is short. I mean, I feel like I kept it. Yesterday was her second birthday. And I saw a lot of parents for birthdays going paragraphs deep about like how this wasn't the birthday they expected, but they try so hard to make up for it. They're yeah. not going to, she's two, she's not going to remember it. I know. I mean, I still went hard here because I felt, the, the parent guilt is a real thing. Like mom guilt that they talk about is a real thing. And her first birthday we were moving and this birthday we were quarantined and we were supposed to have a big party. So I still like tried to do shit, even though she won't remember it. Um, and why did I get invited to your daughter's birthday party. Because we were in quarantine before I even sent out the- But invite. would I have been invited if I- if we I would have invited no. everybody. It was Muppet Babies themed. It was I didn't say, I didn't say everybody. Would I have been invited? She doesn't invite, I don't she think doesn't invite around people who are- Just saying. Oh. Just saying. I'm not one of Elizabeth's old boyfriends, okay? <laughs> Just saying. They all have kids, no. <laughs> No, but I think that's fair. I actually, I think that's fair. Um, there's also been the the meme going around where it's just like, oh, there's going to be a baby boom or a divorce boom, where it's like, or this is the worst time to be like stuck in a toxic relationship. Yeah. Like, why don't we think about those motherfuckers? Like, which is and also, true. Oh, can we talk? This is the least sexy time, like in the history of mankind. This is like 1893 with Netflix. We're just yeah. like stuck. In a house, no like, one has to look I'm good for work. No one's going out trying to impress anybody else. The, what you see of your partner is the real deal. And I appreciate it. Now everyone knows what my wife looks like in real life. But like, It's finally the real deal. There's no hair coloring. There's no haircuts. There's no Botox. There's in Georgia, no there is. <laughs> lip injections. There's no fake eyelashes. There's no tinted eyebrows. Like, I mean, I go half the day without even brushing my teeth. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> I will judge you on that. I'll well, judge you on I've, teeth brushing. I like I was to, I was about to say me too, Elizabeth, but then Jared I, said that. Yeah, no, ew, gross. No, no, <laughs> I, li I like to brush my teeth after my breakfast. So, yeah. like, that's something that's my normal routine. So, or like before I leave the house, if I don't have breakfast when I'm going to work. But so, like, sometimes Lenny will come to see me and I'm like, I haven't brushed my teeth. <laughs> Get out of her. I'm like, today I put on makeup because I knew I had to like go on Instagram or like if I have like a Zoom meeting with a ton of people, I'll like try to make myself look okay. But poor John, I like, it, it's rough and I feel bad. And I was like, if you still come out of this liking me, it's gonna be like a real V, a real victory, a V. <laughs> yeah, real. That's another thing. A real, uh, what, the word you were looking for was W. <laughs> a real W. <laughs> we'll talk about that biblically later. <laughs> biblically. <laughs> All right, guys, this has been the Bit Players Bits Per Second Podcast. I'm Jared. 
I'm Carl. I'm Anne Marie. And I'm Elizabeth. Thanks for listening. I, can't believe that. I hope that was okay and not just a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> <laughs>